close and personal. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, glad you're here. You're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show, taking you backstage, bringing you the stories behind the music, the artists, and the songs. Right now, you're joining us in the middle of our chat with critically acclaimed opera soprano Allison Cambridge. Right now, she's sharing her thoughts on current pop music artists. So what do opera singers think of singers like Christina Aguilera or Kelly Clarkson or Taylor Swift? Okay, you named two people for sure that I'm in complete awe of their voices. You okay. could not get me to turn off Christina Aguilera. Okay. It was my freshman, sophomore year in college. I was just so blown away uh-huh. by her voice. Yeah. And Kelly Clarkson is in that same league. You hear them sing one note and you're like, Wow, mm-hmm. the power of that voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect Taylor Swift for her. I mean, I think she's a wonderful musician and has incredible songwriting abilities. Uh-huh. Yes. And I think she's in a league of her own. But there are some people that you just get a visceral reaction. You're like, whoa, yes. when you hear their voices. Mm-hmm. And Christina Aguilera is certainly one of them. And then you have people like Whitney, Mariah. Those voices come along, gosh, you know, once every maybe 50 years or 20 years or something. I mean, they just don't come along that often. Right. And that's what I grew up listening to. I mean, Mm -hmm. pop singers. Mm -hmm. And then with some opera sprinkled in, thanks to my mom. (laughs) (laughs) You just were part of the Marian Anderson celebration. Yes. Talk about her legacy and then the, the concert. So I have to say, I was just so honored when I got the call to be a part of this. I first learned who Marian Anderson was when I was a young singer starting out. I think I was in high school and had just begun voice lessons. And I remember thinking Kathleen Babel and Jesse Norman were the grand divas okay. of that time. And I was talking to my voice teacher. She said, do you know who Marian Anderson is? And I said, no. And she said, well, Allison, she's the first African-American ever to sing at the Metropolitan Opera. And I was mm. like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I you know, looked her up, did some more studying, and learned that not only was she the first African-American to sing at the Metropolitan Opera, but she was this pioneer and groundbreaker in so many respects and an integral part of the civil rights movement okay. in this country. So when I got the call you know, a few months ago to be a part of this concert, I was so excited, so honored to be amongst these other artists who were all coming together to pay tribute to her because she opened the door and broke down barriers, not just obviously for classical singers, but really for all African-American performers Mm -hmm. um, in this country. You know, were it not for her, none of us would have been able to come together and sing and perform on the stage of Constitution Hall, which is where this concert was. Mm. Um, And then sort of an added special part of it was just three days before I went down to Washington, D.C., I was asked if I would host a centric BET documentary on Marian Anderson. Oh, cool. All centered, centered around the concert. So not only did I get to perform on the concert, but then I conducted all these interviews with all the people on the concert and Marian Anderson's relatives. Awesome. People who'd worked with her, sung with her. It was such an incredible three days for me, sort of getting to take this journey mm-hmm. back through American history with people who knew her so well and speak with people to whom she had meant so much. Yeah. 
the concert and the documentary, it's a 90-minute special, uh, will be airing on June 28th on Centric BET Network. Okay, very cool. So when you do these types of things and things in the past that you've done where you're performing and singing, do you ever get personally moved as you're singing? Oh, yes. And do, um, do you ever have a moment where you're like, I can't cry or where you think you're going to get too emotional? Yeah, that, that definitely happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important, though, to sort of test those boundaries when you're in rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I like the acting part of being an opera singer. Um, for me, it's not just about the voice. It's about telling a story. And that means being invested in the character and the story that yes. you're telling. Okay. So for me... There have been a couple roles that come to mind. One of them was Swore Angelica that I did as a very young singer. I think some people, oh, this is biting off more than she can chew. But it was in the context of a student program. Okay. And I just remember doing the final scene in rehearsal, and I completely lost it. I mean, I was just bawling, and I could barely sing. Yeah, in the rehearsal. In the rehearsal, Uh in the rehearsal. And then the other people who were in the room during that time, everybody was crying. The director was crying. Wow. It was just a very intense moment. And the director just came over. He gave me a big hug and he said, thank you for doing that. And he was like, now, you know, now, you know, the line to, to go to, but you can't cross over. Gotcha. Um, but it was a learning experience for mm-hmm. me. And there have been a couple times since then when I've come so close. And even to the point where I've been on the verge of tears for an entire song. Mm-hmm. That's so hard to sing and then, at that place. It, it is. It is. I mean, you have to just sort of know yourself. But I'd rather take that risk and go just to that edge than not go far enough and, uh-huh. you know, feel like I'm not giving everything that I can. Yes. Yeah. I've been in performances. I will keep those tears back and I'll keep those things in until the last note. And then it's sort of like, when there's a break, I will let myself go. Uh Yeah. And the audience feels it. Yeah, they do. If you're honest with what you're doing on stage, the audience knows that. And if you're not honest, and you're sort of phoning it in, they feel that too. And Mm -hmm. they're not engaged. And after all, we are there to entertain, emote, perform, tell a story. Mm -hmm. So... Let's do that. That's how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. That's great. You've got it here on the Mulberry Lane Show, and we're in the middle of our chat with Allison Cambridge. She's a leading soprano at the world's top opera houses. Everywhere I've seen photos of you, you're absolutely stunning. So you have to give some beauty (laughs) advice. Do you have a favorite beauty routine or beauty product? My beauty regimen is pretty basic, honestly. I use Neutrogena face wash. <laughs> you know, occasionally I'll fall asleep, forget to wash off my makeup. But, you know, That's I good to hear. <laughs> hey, it, it happens to yes. us all. But, you know, I use really simple L'Oreal face cream okay, uh-huh. <laughs> with, with an SPF in it. Uh-huh. And I don't use heavy foundation, okay. you know, on a day-to-day basis. Right. I basically use tinted moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your normal stuff, you know, some mascara, some blush and stuff like that. But I'm also not a super high-end person either. All my stuff I get from the drugstore. I'm a firm believer in it's about how you apply your makeup. It's not how expensive the brand is. Okay. I, have, I really have yet to be proven wrong. And I've talked to, you know, obviously I get my makeup done a lot when I'm in shows and stuff sure. or if I do a photo yeah. shoot, makeup artist. 
you know, they have their products, but some of them, they're like, you know what? You're right. It's different maybe if you're doing a photo shoot and there are certain brands or whatever. But for day-to-day, you do not need to spend, you know, $45 on a tube of lipstick. You know, a great color is a great color, and how you apply it, that's what's important. Well, you'd fit in right here very well. (laughs) We we agree with you. Great. You're also way into fashion. Vivian Tam? Yeah, I work with a couple designers. designers. I was at an event. I met somebody who used to work at Vivian Tam for PR. And he was like, you know, you should meet Vivian. And, you know, she's into opera and all these things. And so I went to her spring runway show two years ago. Okay. And we met backstage. I just really clicked with her and her team. Then for some events that I had coming up, they were gracious enough to dress me for those events. And she's an edgy, funky style. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not too fussy. Okay. Right. Yep. I like to wear things that reflect my personality. Mm-hmm. And so she definitely has some things uh, that I think are just fantastic. And actually, I have a picture with Justice Ginsburg in a Vivian Tam gown uh-huh. <laughs> that, I wore, that I wore for an opening last year at the Kennedy Center. And then I've also worn quite a few gowns and cocktail dresses by Jay Mandel. Okay. And it's just been, you know, very organic. These gowns just fit me so well, the structure, the colors, everything. And so now I've worn a lot of Jay Mandel for various things. Okay. Very good to know. Neat. Before we let you go today, Allison, we have a question of the day. What do you want your musical legacy to be? What do you want to leave behind? I would say, and this is, it's not just musical. I guess it's okay. sort of Allison overall. Okay. That I lived without being put into a box. Okay. And musically, and that there are no boundaries. Mm. And that you have the power, I have the power within myself and as a musician to sort of make my own rules. And that if I sing, if I perform and do whatever it is that I'm doing with conviction, with passion, and obviously with you know, talent and skill that really the sky's the limit. And I think what's interesting and often frustrating in music is that people like to put you in a box. Mm -hmm. She's an opera singer, therefore she can't sing this. Oh, this person's a folk singer, therefore they can't sing that. Yes. And that's just not the case. I think there have been a few artists out there who have crossed genres and have done so very successfully, but it is hard to do. And Certainly, as somebody who has had my career has been, you know, 99.9% based in classical and opera, for me, I'd like to change that and break down those barriers. Because guess what? I also sing jazz. I also sing crossover. Okay. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up listening to these other things. And, and musical because, theater was a part of it, too. Music, yes, musical theater. I mean, hello, I just <laughs> I yeah. just did Showboat, and I'm doing more Showboat coming up. Okay. And there were lots of people who said, oh, we had no idea that you could sing like that. Yes. Well, yeah. And mm-hmm. so I'd love to just break down barriers. And I think what that can do for music mm-hmm. is it's going to grow the audience. In all these different areas Mm -hmm. and open people's eyes and, whoa, oh, I didn't realize that that's what opera was. Or I didn't realize that a jazz singer could sound like that or whatever the case may be. Yes. So that's what I'd like my musical and and personal legacy to be. Uh, Okay. Love that. Allison, that's great. Great. We love what you're saying because as artists and performers, people do tend to put you in a box, both within the industry and the audience as well. Yes. 
Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you have a Midwest performance coming up. You are just about ready to start a production in Milwaukee. Yes, La Boheme. I'm singing the role of Mibi uh, with Florentine Opera Company. I've worked with all of the people in this cast before in different productions of La Boheme. Okay. <laughs> and so we're all coming together now after not working with each other for, you know, two or three years. And it's an outstanding cast. Everybody is so wonderful. It's uh, Noah Stewart, Corey McKern, Matt Trevino, uh, Katrina Thurman. It's going to be nothing short of remarkable. Let me knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm really excited ab- about this production, and I think it's going to be great. I'm sure it is. And Allison, we yeah. want to thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. It's been fascinating chat. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful to talk to you guys. Yeah, we'd love to catch up with you down the road. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks. so much. Allison Cambridge, a leading soprano at the world's top opera houses. Keep it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Be right back with All Young Girls Are Machine Guns. Oh, 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 oh.